Talk for real sports fans. Oh man, I love it. I love it. Huge bus. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. Hi, welcome back. This is the Ken Miller Show. We're into the one o'clock hour. Trent and I will take you until two. Jimmy B and TC from four until six back in their spot today. Afternoon sports during your drive home. We'll get the guest list before we get out of here at two. It's a still a work in progress at this point, so we'll we'll give you another hour to put that all right, bad all right. together. Uh, before I we, told uh, you, I'm slow today. Yeah. <laughs> How many beers did you drink, Trent? Way too many. Way you too blew many. the turn, did you? Well, and then you know people are handing me free tickets, and that free, means well, oh, free tickets for beer tickets. Yeah. Well, you can't. I mean, uh, I hate to take those home with you. No, they don't transfer. No, Tara was driving. Right. You're good to go. Yeah. Got her. Got my DD, and away mm-hmm. we go. It was uh, so a great di- fourth. The the diet took a uh, a day off yesterday. <laughs> yes, uh, I learned that there are plenty of carbs in beer. Yes, I got to find an alternative. I did have a, a couple. I was mixing too. Had a couple of vodka lemonades on a hot day yesterday. Boy, those are good. It hit the spot, did they? I used to drink those a lot back really? when I golfed a lot. Great on the golf course, and I hadn't had one in a while. So. So you take the little bottles of vodka? You wouldn't take a, like a bottle of vodka. No, you, you, they mix them for you in the clubhouse, and then they put them oh, in you okay. know styrofoam cup. Gotcha. And refreshing. They don't put them in the in your golf bag. Right, right. Okay. Well, maybe my younger days had to do right. that when you didn't have money to pay for well, one. Well, probably the way to uh, way to go about it. So let's do this. Um, let's spec. Oh, we're a week from Monday. Big Twelve Media Days are here. Mm-hmm. Two weeks from Monday, Big Ten Media Days are here. You'll be there. That's the way it's planned. I've got my hotel room already paid for. So I think it's uh, one of those no refunders. You'll be in Chicago regardless. Yes. No, I'm, we're going to Chicago. Absolutely. No, I'll be in 10 media days. Okay. Um, unless something with my other job happens to, right. you know, get in the way. And I then I will not be in Chicago. <laughs> right. So, um, but yeah, the plan is to be there. But who is who will be there as far as player? I think Iowa State is a cinch. You got the three. Yes. If they only take three, and let's say that that's... I think I mean Iowa's got way more difficult decisions than Iowa State does because I think that Matt Campbell and company will be making a mistake if these three guys don't go. So number one on the list in no particular order. Okay, and not not in order of importance, but you can say. I, I think we'll, but we will agree on Iowa State's trio. David Montgomery one has to go absolutely, even though he is a junior. This is his last year of college football. David Montgomery, mm-hmm. and you start the campaign for the Doak Walker Award. And now, look at this guy is getting. Look, you you saw him last year. Yes, he's a difficult sob to get on the ground. And if he, if his offensive line is improved, yeah, even by you know a, a small standard, look what he worked with last year. It was bad. It, it was, was worse until I saw some of the metrics that have been out there mm-hmm. with Pro Football Focus and a few other. I didn't realize how bad the line was last year for people that know how to measure offensive line. Right. I can. It's one thing me doing it with my own eyes. It's people that actually know what they're looking right. for. And it was bad last year. Uh-huh. It was really bad last year. Now, with even an adequate offensive line. They take a baby step forward, which I believe they'll take more than that. Yes. But even if they just did that. So David Montgomery is going to Dallas. Oh, yeah. Where is it? It's not called Dallas. It's uh, it's a suburb of Fresco. 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 Fresco, Texas. Yes. Yeah. All right. Montgomery's there. 
Who else? Uh, over on the defensive side, Brian Peavy it's will be there. It's this layup, Trent. It's, yes. it's, a, it's a given that he will be there. Had an Needs opportunity to, to make the jump. Mm-hmm. Came back for a senior year. One of the best corners, in certainly in the Big 12, and mm-hmm. he, there, he's on list as uh, All-American list at that position in college football. Brian Peavy will be in Frisco. Easy. Easy. So mm-hmm. is the third pick. It's Kyle Kempt. It's Kyle Kempt. We're yeah. in agreement. Look yeah. at that. Lockstep. I told you we would be. It's yeah. easy at Iowa State. There's there's no decisions to be made. Those three guys are mm-hmm. going easy, and away we go. You're you're leaving home the Big Twelve uh, second team all be, tight end, <laughs> right? But it's you you've got to make the, the those are the three guys that should be in Texas for Iowa State. Hakeem Butler uh, over he made the list. Yeah, um, he made the list. Others receiving votes. Yes, him Ray Lima. I think he's a good player. Willie Harvey? Willie Harvey Sr., I could see that. Others receiving votes category, Trent. Next year, Julian Good-Jones will be there. Probably so. But yep, he's still got another so. year before that. Mm-hmm. So, still a good list. And, mm-hmm. I mean, though these three seem pl- pretty clear-cut, you can make arguments for a lot more guys than you normally could with Iowa State. Yeah, Jaquan Bailey. Yeah. I think this is it's his last year of college football. Normally the list is four or five guys. You can make And Joel Lanning. Yeah. You can have ten guys. This year and, and make uh-huh. compelling arguments without a doubt where you couldn't in the past and that shows you the depth of this team mm-hmm. a lot different than what we're used to. But nope. the, but the but the three guys at the top of the list are slam dunks. Yes, yes. Now, Iowa on the other hand. Now you got to factor this in too because we've seen. I don't think Campbell is as senior centric if you want if that's the right word to use uh-huh. um, as Ferentz has been over his career. Well, this Iowa. is going to be his twentieth. Right, and Josie Jewell is, to this point, the only underclassman that's gone. By the way, I read a lot of stuff on my Denver Broncos. Yes. Josie Jewell is a Denver Bronco. Uh-huh. Josie Jewell's going to play. I told play you. a whole bunch. I told you. I told you from the get-go. I thought he was a special team. I thought he'd make the team. Right. But Josie Jewell's going to play. He's going to play. Yeah. I, he, I, I, I had a feeling. And fourth rounder, mm-hmm. yet another. Mm-hmm. Year before, Des mm-hmm. fifth, fifth rounder. Fifth rounder. Well, these guys can play football. Yep. These guys can play football. But uh, there will there be a junior? Let's start right there. Will Iowa bring yes. a junior? Yes. They will. Absolutely will. Because I think they should bring... I think they should bring two. Personally. I think they should bring three. Oh, you do? Because Not I think it's... Sh- Noah Fant. Oh, yeah. Nate Stanley. Two. And Anthony Nelson. That's the... Anthony Nelson those, was Those should list. be the... But that's not the question. Who will Kirk bring? That is... A, should and will are two different... Question. See, here. I was leaving Fant at home, and you know what? I'm bringing him. I'm kicking a senior off the list because you're right. No, Fant needs to. No, I shouldn't say that because I'm a big fan of what this guy did early in his career when he was literally thrown to the wolves because he wasn't big enough to play, uh-huh. but because he had to play because the guy that was ahead of him was going to miss the rest of the year, and a kid from the state of Iowa was thrown in at defensive end, and now he's a senior, and Parker Hesse should go. Not the walk-on from walk-on, no but just a good he. player he's from walk-on. He's a walk-on. good player and a damn good college football story. He will be there. He should be there. But if I'm... I get your Noah Fant argument, yeah. and I left Fant off and, and put, because I was with you on Anthony Nelson, I'm with you on Nate Stanley. Mm-hmm. You know who else is going? Because, yes, Hesse will go. But there's no, only three. Only three can so go. So we agree on Hesse. Yes. Do we agree on Stanley? Well, I'm going to get there, because I'm still, I wonder if these juniors, are, I don't think there will be a junior that goes. Really? 
I think another one will be Nick Easley. Walk on. Uh, led the team in receptions yeah, last year. Come on, that's hardworking kid from the state of Iowa. Mm-hmm. These no. are the stories that Kirk likes know, to spotlight. He's, he's, you're right. He had a nice year last year. He but did. when you consider the position that he played last year, somebody had to lead them. We're going to spotlight the walk-on program at Iowa. Mm-hmm. We're going to bring Nick Easley. With. Again, these are not who should go in my estimation. This is who you who think will go. Kirk will bring. Parker Hesse, mm-hmm. Nick Easley, number three on the list. Kid- okay. You're going to have to – I've, I've said my piece – I had I mean Nick Easley never even crossed my mind. So you go ahead with your number three, Miguel Racinos. Really, all American honors really? coming his way. Miguel Racinos after, coming his way. Oh yeah, he's having a big year. Is he? He is. Huh? He, he's a North Iowa boy. He knows what's going on. What about Keith Duncan? Uh, he's walking on for another year and yeah, paying out of state tuition. Mm-hmm. Miguel Racinos was really good last year. He was. I give the credit. He give him credit. He'll be better this year. Miguel Racinos. Seniors will go. Not who should go, yeah. who will go. He's, with always good. He's always done that with the exception of Josie Jewell. If it was me, it would be three juniors. Mm-hmm. Anthony Nelson, Nate Stanley, Noah Fan. Now here's another question. I'm with you on the juniors. I know most people right now are in the camp of two of those juniors mm-hmm. are going to have really difficult decisions to make at the end of the year. I think three of them do. Because I'm convinced Nate Stanley is an NFL quarterback. Yeah. I think he's got the tight ends. If your boy Easley can bring the rest of that receiving core along with him, and there's some there's young guys there, but yeah. again, optimum word, young, then I think Nate Stanley's going to have a real good year. And I believe he's going to have a real good year regardless. And there's no doubt he has a decision. He does there's have a decision, no doubt. Trent. 6'5", yes. 240. Checks all athleticism. the boxes. Athleticism. Finally concentrating on football mm-hmm. for the first time in his life. Between True the years, is it like he's got it. He checks that box. Yep. Physically, arm strength checks that box. We had Mark on, Mark Morehouse on earlier, and I remember asking him that after the Ohio State game a long time ago. Yeah. And he well, no, well, no well, shot, no, no chance. Yeah. Not ready to go there yet. I think and was I the still answer. he does. He checks all mm-hmm. the boxes. They like young guys. They like guys they can mold. He's going to have a decision. If he has the kind of year that you anticipate, mm-hmm. there's no doubt. Three guys will have an opportunity to leave early. I got to I got to kick somebody out of my three my three juniors are going because I have to take Parker Hesse. So you got Hesse, and then I geez. Stanley's going. Stanley, you think's going? Okay. And I'm a big Anthony Nelson guy. Yeah, but I'm a big Noah Fant guy. I got to give me a coin. It's, it's going to come down to that. I've. It's a tough decision. Iowa it State's is layup. Yes. Easy decision. Very easy. And they got a lot of guys, but they've got a, a three guys that deserve to go, I think, more than any of the others that we talked about. Keegan Render could go. Another senior. Could. Wouldn't surprise me. Brandon Snyder. Nick, Easley, pro- Nick Easley's not going. No, Brandon Snyder, unfortunately, probably cost him an opportunity yep. to go with his indiscretion. Right. Without that, he, I mean, he's probably there. And probably deserves to be there, Trent, because look, and I get the injury and everything, but look at how good. Remember how many arrows he took mm-hmm. going back a couple of years, the first half of the season? He was rough. He It was yeesh. bouncing off they guys, anybody terrible else. angles. Right. This no is depth the guy. behind him. Ooh, yeah. But look how he came on. Yes. He was one of the 
you know, a guy that we were talking about seemingly every week, every Monday mm-hmm. um, late in the year. We've got to take a break. Speaking of late, we'll get Mitch Sherman in here, ESPN.com. We'll do college football. We'll do some Big 12 with him. Uh, and then Brian Walton at the bottom of the hour. Trent and I till 2, 1700 KBGG. Afternoons, we talk sports on 1700 with Jimmy B and TC, Des Moines' savviest sports duo on the Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. Hey guys, Trent Condon back here once again. Want to tell you a little bit about New Leaf Wellness Center. New Leaf Wellness has helped me lose weight, gain endurance during workouts, and one of the biggest things, have energy all day long. No more lulls during the afternoon. Great program, great people at New Leaf Wellness Center. Check them out today at 3930 West Town Parkway in West Des Moines, and all summer long, give it away iCubs tickets. Find out how New Leaf Wellness can help you, or give them a call at 515-650-1358. That's 650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness Centers. Let's feel better together and turn over a new leaf with New Leaf Wellness. Did you know the Heritage Carousel in Union Park is available for rentals? This is a -a one-of-a-kind venue that will keep your guests talking long after the party. We've hosted everything from birthday parties to rehearsal dinners. The Heritage Carousel is owned and operated by the Des Moines Carousel Foundation and is a not-for-profit organization. If you would like to have your next event at the Heritage Carousel, go to heritagecarousel.org for more information on renting the carousel. Sponsored by Account Temps. Demand for top talent is at an all-time high. Account Temps can help you find highly skilled temporary accounting and finance professionals who fit your needs and hit the ground running. Account Temps, a Robert Half Company. Showplace Kitchens is now Showplace Cabinetry Design Center. We're changing our name to better represent what we do. What is it, you ask? At Showplace Cabinetry Design Center, we create beautiful, functional environments with cabinetry. Whether it's a remodel, addition, new construction, or even refacing, the designers at Showplace Cabinetry Design Center are eager to help you create a showplace of your very own. Come see us at 3200 100th Street, Urbandale. Looks like we have another contestant for Russian Roofer Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from Unmet Expectations... We overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian Roofer Roulette, give us a call. Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. That's 729-0770, or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R. Roof it once, roof it right, right roofing. An old favorite is back again with a new and updated menu, Bennigan's on Merle Hay Road. Stop by Bennigan's and check out the new signature steak and ale menu. Made from scratch everyday recipes that have stood the test of time. Dinner with friends, a night out, or just stop by to watch the ball game. Make it Bennigan's, Merle Hay Road. Bennigan's is a proud sponsor of high school baseball on 1700. You're with friends at Bennigan's on Merle Hay Road. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? We'll find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. 
Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. And at the end of 90 days, if you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at MRExecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. Walk, run, or wag your way to Terra Park in Johnston on September 22nd for the ARL's Iowa Dog Jog, presented by Anderson Animal Hospital. The 4K and 2K course winds around the scenic Terra Lake, and afterward, you and your pup can unleash in the pop-up dog parks and visit with local vendors. It's basically a big dog party. Sign up as an individual or as a team to fundraise for the homeless pets at the ARL. Register today at iowadogjog.com. Baseball. Is there another professional sport that brings out as much passion and as many memories in their fans? Kevin the Flag Guy here. We love baseball at Heartland Flags. Go Reds. We know what the flag means, and so do you. The classic pinstripes, the simple W, or the iconic throwback logos of your favorite team. Baseball is back, and it's time to fly your favorite team's flag. Shop in-store, 3719 Southwest 9th in Des Moines, or online at heartlandflags.com. Since 1980, Christopher's Gold and Rare Coins has been Central Iowa's trusted local source for precious metals, rare coins, currency, and estate jewelry. Christopher's can help you invest in gold or silver and start or sell a coin collection. If you're looking for top value on family heirlooms, diamond and precious gem jewelry, or luxury watches, Christopher's trained staff will provide the information you need to sell with confidence. Christopher's Gold and Rare Coins, south of Douglas on Merle Hay Road or at Christopher'sRareCoins.com. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. All right, welcome back. Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Short segment here with Mitch Sherman, ESPN.com. As we talk college football, he joins us. Mitch, Trenton, Ken in Des Moines, thanks for coming on. Um, you know, I want to talk college football, but i got to ask you about, uh, you, you covered the uh, College Baseball World Series. It was in Omaha, where you're located. Before the series started, we talked about Luke Heimlich and the fact that you'd reached out, etc. What was his reception like when he when he took them out? How do you th- how do you think that um, you know Omaha will remember Luke Heimlich? Obviously, his team won it all, but how about the left-handed pitcher? Yeah, I don't think Omaha will remember much about Luke Heimlich because his uh, his performance on the mound in three starts was uh, there was, there was it was mediocre at best uh-huh. um it didn't have a quality start um really did not play a role a large role in oregon state oregon state's success in omaha played a huge role in the beavers getting to right. that point but uh not in uh not in any in really much of anything that they did in in coming back and winning six games uh while facing elimination mm. so I, I think there were probably some people who were um, observers of this from a distance, uh, which which uh, describes much of the Omaha crowd that were pleased to see uh, to see Oregon State win without him being on the center stage, so that they, they, they didn't have to necessarily grapple with what that meant. Um, of course, he was still a part of the team, and of course, he was still a huge part of of of, uh, of getting them there. But really, it was about their offense. Uh, led by Adley Rutschman, the, the sophomore catcher mm-hmm. who uh, emerged as a superstar uh, on the college uh, uh, baseball stage and, and maybe the 
number one pick in the draft uh, a year from now or or, uh, or very high in the first round. And then Kevin Abel, the freshman, the freshman oh, pitcher, the true freshman who won four games uh, <laughs> on the mound, and uh, including a two-hit shutout in the championship game, the winner-take-all uh, game at the final. So Heimlich was, uh, was, was very much an afterthought. And the reception that he received was – there, there, there wasn't much of one. It wasn't certainly wasn't positive. It wasn't negative. Um, people just kind of watched him pitch and uh, and went about their business. So Arkansas fans filled that place up as you'd anticipate. About a six-hour drive from Fayetteville. Where, where would you rank them? LSU fans seemingly always are at the top. But how was that Hog fan base and, and filling up Omaha? It's fantastic, uh, especially. Uh, on the on the final day, not so much. Um, I think a lot of the the, uh, the hog faithful had to head back south um, on Thursday. And it is a long, long, long <laughs> tournament. Yeah. If you if you stay for the no. whole thing uh, from and, and coming in from out of town, I mean you're racking up some serious damage to your credit card. Uh, if if you, you know you got a, you got a hotel for two weeks and all the all the meals, it's tough. So unfortunately, the the attendance and the atmosphere at Game Three of the finals. Um, it didn't have the same quality that we had in, uh, on Tuesday and Wednesday. Right. You know, there was a lot of empty seats in the uh, general admission portion of the stadium on Thursday night, with the whole with everything on the line. Whereas Monday and Tuesday, that place was 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 electric, um, and it was almost all Arkansas fans. There were uh, there were a few people in orange, but they represented the Arkansas fans did throughout the tournament and on, and on Tuesday and Wednesday and, and what, what should have been game two and three, but it was pushed back. The finals were pushed back a day because of rain on Monday night. They represented Tuesday and Wednesday night as well um, as I'd say I'd, I've seen any fan base in Omaha outside of outside of LSU and outside of the local teams. And well, the one time that Creighton made it and, and the two times that Nebraska made it. Other than those, those instances, uh, it's, Arkansas was great. Yeah, played out uh, exceptionally well on TV, and I, I know what you're saying about the, champ, the game three. There were uh, uh, clearly it was visible that there were some empty seats. Let's get to college football in a couple of minutes. And Trent and I blabbed too long in the first segment. <laughs> I apologize. We wanted to give you way more time, but you know, Trent and I have been trying to find that team in each conference that maybe is undervalued at this point. And I guess we could probably say the same. I'm starting to come around to where Trent's thinking when it comes to the Big Twelve, Mitch Sherman, and. Maybe we this, this time every year we undervalue where Bill Snyder's Wildcats are going to be. I'm starting to think that Trent's mm-hmm. identified a team that I'm not saying they're going to beat Oklahoma, but maybe going to be a little bit of a of a tougher matchup than some feel. I think K State might be flying under some radars. Mitch, how about you? I think that's a possibility. Um, you know, three months ago, coming out of spring, going, maybe going into spring practice, I think that people around the country would have said that West Virginia is the team that's being undervalued in the Big 12. And now I don't think that's the case because I think West Virginia is getting the proper value that it deserves. They're, they're, they're going to be a team that people look at as not just a dark horse candidate to win the conference, but a, a real candidate to win the conference. And, you know, I see Will Greer getting hype as the best returning quarterback in the country. So don't I would not count the Mountaineers in that category of undervalued. So then you start to look to the next to the next group of teams, and maybe it would be TCU. Um, you know, maybe and Texas cannot be undervalued, so I won't even go there. It's, it's just it's impossible to. They're going to be they're, 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 they don't fit into that category. Um, but but uh, but K State, yeah, um, I think uh, you're onto something there, Trent. Um, you know, last year uh, with a with a, a senior returning starter at quarterback. Um, I think people were high 
on the Wildcats, and it didn't work out the way it's often worked out in that situation with Jesse Ertz and, and Bill Snyder at his side. This year, probably not a ton of thought going into where to value Kansas State, and it did incur some losses. Um, didn't expect, I don't think, to lose a couple of guys early to the NFL in the way that they did in the heart of that defense. But um, the quarterback position with two guys this year, I think, sets up nicely for Snyder and his offense to make some noise. Um, and uh, you know, you know, what what happens? Are they are they able to challenge Oklahoma? Are they able to challenge West Virginia? I'm not convinced of that, but I do think they're a team that needs that needs to get some attention going into the season. Mm. Mitch, I'm sorry we're out of time. We need to – hopefully your schedule allows us to pick up this conversation next week. We went way too long in the first segment, talking essentially about nothing. Um, <laughs> thank you, Mitch. I appreciate you coming on. Hey, this is the time of year to talk about nothing, so no problem at all, and I'll talk to you guys down the road. Thank you, Thanks, Mitch Sherman. Mitch. Good to talk to you. Mitch Sherman, ESPN.com. Uh, I'm on to your K-State team. Yeah. I'm buying your K-State team. You 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 found the right one in the Big Twelve. They've done it before. They've done it before. It's Bill Snyder, right? Maybe the last of Bill Snyder, but has he got one more in him? Mm. St. Louis Cardinal conversation. We come back with Brian Walton, uh, Trent and I till two seventeen hundred KBGG. News, talk, sports. Yeah, we got all that online at seventeen hundred KBGG.com. Are you interested in starting a new franchise? You can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa that can assist in your franchise needs. Rush Niggett of Brick Gentry PC provides law services for those involved in starting a franchise. Find more information online at RushOnBusiness.com where Rush Niggett can assist you in buying and starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school baseball season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry, PC, and Rush Niggett. Walkers, families, friends, and supporters will gather at Principal Park on October 6th for the Des Moines Walk to Defeat ALS, where they will celebrate their support and help raise awareness of the disease. ALS is a progressive neurodegenerative disease that affects nerve cells in the brain and spinal cord. Eventually, people with ALS will lose the ability to initiate and control muscle movement, which often leads to total paralysis and death within two to five years of diagnosis. For reasons unknown, veterans are twice as likely to develop ALS. To join our fight of ending ALS, visit walktodefeatals.org. Sponsored by Firestone Complete Auto Care. Head into Firestone Complete Auto Care to get $60 off per axle on a standard brake service. Whatever you drive, drive a Firestone. Coupon required. Restrictions and exclusions apply. Details at driveafirestone.com. Whether you're a beginner or an experienced golfer, practice makes you, well, can make you perfect. Willow Creek Golf Course is a great place to do just that. Their driving range is open and ready for you to get just a little better. There's lots of room, grass tees, and even a practice green. Call for more information at 515-285-4558 or visit willowgolf.com. That's willowgolf.com. Willow Creek Golf Course on Southeast Willow Creek. The Iowa Barnstormers are hosting and playing in the United Bowl this Saturday night at Wells Fargo Arena. They're taking on the Sioux Falls Storm at 7.05 and need a big crowd to help them secure the championship. You can be there to cheer on the Iowa Barnstormers with an awesome Ticket Tuesday sweet deal. Get two end zone tickets at $36 value for only $18. There's a limited number available and they're sure to go fast. Get all the details on this station's website and buy yours today under the Sweet Deals tab. You have the Samsung Galaxy S9. You are holding the fastest smartphone in your hands. 
It's the fastest smartphone in your house, in your workplace, in your city. Which means you can scroll faster, load faster, stream faster, watch faster, and search faster. All because you have the Samsung Galaxy S9. The fastest smartphone ever. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligent data for February to April 2018 comparing mean download speeds weighted averages on major nationwide carriers 4G LTE network results. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern day sports cards for brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus, and online at therookiesportscards.com. It's one thing to be aware of breast cancer. It's another to do something about it. Here's to the heroes who lift each other up and make a difference, who get out there, take action. Every step, every dollar, every voice matters. Join us in the fight against breast cancer and be a hero. Get registered today for the Susan G. Komen Des Moines Race for the Cure on October 27th and help us provide life-saving research and breast health services to women in our community. Visit komengreateriowa.org slash dmrace to get registered today. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Summer is here, and when the storms hit and your roof leaks, it's time to call Wolf Construction. From a complete re-roof to just fixing that leaky roof. The roofing staff has experience working with many different roof systems with Wolf Construction and a knowledge of how the roof system works best for your home. Wolf Construction will do their best to honor you with timely communication, a job well done, and a price that's fair. Wolf Construction Roofing, 515-225-8866 or online wolfconstruction.net As we continue on here, it's our final segment on a busy Thursday. Trent and I will be back tomorrow at noon. We appreciate you being here. All of our guests appear on the Dr. Stephen Fuller and Fuller Family Dentistry Hotline. Two locations, 2822 East 29th Street in Des Moines and 410 8th Street Southwest in Altoona. Time to talk some Redbirds, as we do every couple of weeks with our next guest, Brian Walton, thecardinalnation.com. Uh, Brian covers the Cardinals, covers all of the Cardinals farm system uh, as uh, in-depth fashion as anybody you're going to find. Brian, Trent, and Ken, thanks for coming on. How are you, Brian Walton? I'm doing fine, thanks. I uh, appreciate you coming on. You know, let's get to the good first, and because it seems like from where we sit, the natives are getting a little bit restless when it comes maybe to the manager, the general manager, the front office. So that in a minute... 
But, um, you know, this team that had lost four straight against the Braves and going back to the Indians, granted, after putting together a nice winning streak, uh, taking two out of three out of the, off the first place Arizona Diamondbacks, I wonder if, um, does that calm some fears maybe? That was a nice series win. Let's start there. I think what we've seen this year is that the Cardinals have been a tease. Um, they, you know, play well for a short stretch. They've had, they had a five game winning streak, uh, I think once or twice early on, twice actually early on, but then they play poorly, lose three in a row, lose five or six, you know, and just, and don't look good. So yeah, going in Arizona was impressive. I think the thing that most impressed me about the fact that they won two or three there is that the two games they won were against left handed starters. And, uh, you know, the Cardinals traditionally have trouble against left-handed pitching, so I thought, you know, that was definitely encouraging. But it comes right on the heels of an embarrassing sweep against the Atlanta Braves at home that, you know, you know the Cardinals just look listless. And then you say, well, yeah, they took Toronto through Cleveland, you know, Cleveland right before that. Well, they lost. You know, they, they managed to, I guess, get a split, a series split in, uh, in Milwaukee, but lost two out of three to the Phillies. And lost two out of three uh, to the Reds before that, and lost two out of three to, to the um, Padres before that. So you know the problem: the Cardinals haven't put a winning streak together. They haven't won two series back to back since in two months. In two months, and for that reason, they're continuing to tread water. They're you know forty four and forty one, and June was their worst month of the year. They managed to be three games over five hundred in both. Um, April and May, and they played three games under in June, and you know so far here in uh, July, therefore they're two and two. So they're uh, a middle of a pack club. Yeah, they are so far, and they're on maybe on pace for the uh, first time since uh, ninety six through ninety nine to miss the playoffs for three consecutive years. Now I say that, Brian, and and the good news about that is is the fan base isn't going to stand for that, and they're not happy with that, which, you know, they, they expect to put a winner onto the field. So I give them full credit for that, uh, and the fans demand change. If the finger of blame is being pointed, in what direction is, is that finger being pointed the most? Is it Matheny? Is it Mazalock? Is it right to the top with the owner Bill DeWitt? Who deserves the blame for, at least where we sit now, on the verge of three straight non-playoff seasons? Well, I, I mean, we all know the answer is a combination of the above. It's an organizational failure, I think, that the Cardinals have, you know, slid down in the standings. And obviously this isn't new. As you said, they didn't make the playoffs the last two years either. But maybe they were lulled into a little bit of complacency because they didn't have the competition they do now. You know, the Cubs obviously have, have, have risen and are a serious contender, but Milwaukee has put together a good young team as well. So, you know, all of a sudden the Cardinals can't get by, you know, winning 85 games, 86, slipping into the playoffs and playing well in October. And Matheny is the guy that's going to take the most heat because he's the guy in the front lines. And he has, you know, taken some criticism over the years, perhaps rightfully so, for some of his lineups and some of his in-game decisions. But he hasn't exactly got a roster full of all-stars either. And, you know, they've had a lot of injuries, and it's just tough to see to make a combination of players that's going to work out of a roster that is kind of dysfunctional. What are your overall thoughts on Matheny? I, I think in baseball, a lot of times the manager takes a lot more arrows than necessary. Where do you sit with him right now? You know, I think that the Cardinals are going to have to make a change if they don't make the playoffs this year because they can't go trade the entire outfielder. I mean, you, you the whole outfield. You look at the outfield and you, you got to – uh, a guy in left field in Ozuna who can't throw, who's supposed to be a gold glove winner. You got Tommy Pham in center who's having problems again. 
both offensively and defensively, and then you got Dexter Fowler and Wright that kind of looks disinterested. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure we, you know you guys want to talk about yeah. that too. So you know the fact is, but you can't go trade the whole roster. They've got to make some changes to get rid of the redundancies. They got too many designated hitters and not enough fielders and that kind of thing. But the easy answer and the one that will probably placate the fan base the most if the Cardinals miss the playoffs is to make a change at the manager position. And there's no doubt that Joe Girardi, who has a proven track record, had a brief time with the Cardinals, you know, more, of course, known for his time with the, with the Cubs and managing the Yankees. Joe Girardi's available, and he's the kind of name brand that Cardinals fans want to see to put some stability in the manager's chair. Yeah, that would make a ton of sense, Brian. That's a good one. Brian Walton, thecardinalnation.com. You, you mentioned Fowler, and absolutely we want to go there because – and I'll use your word, Brian, because I think it's spot on. He just looks disinterested. This was a guy that, you know, most people thought when you, you got him away from the Cubs that it was a, you know, it was a one-two punch. A, he's, you get him away from your rival, and B, the way that this guy was playing when he wore that Cub uniform, this was a great acquisition. It hasn't turned out like that. Where will they go? Um, I mean, are they going to have to take dime on the dollarness uh, potentially to – you know, get what you can for him this off season. If he continues to play like this, uh, it's an albatross around Mosaic's neck. He can't come back. You know, I I, I think you're right, Ken. I think uh, if unless Fowler picks it up here, you know, in the in the second half, and granted, we still have a whole half a season to go. Mm-hmm. So, and Fowler has a good track record. But let's not forget that the Cubs decided to let him walk. The Cubs could have, you know, could have paid him and got him staying. They decided to part ways with him, and they went after Jason Hayward, you know, instead. And the first couple of years of that deal, boy, you know, it looks like the, the Cardinals made the smart move, but all of a sudden now Hayward's playing well and Fowler's the one that's in the tank. So, you know, I think that, yeah, just like they did with Mike Leake, the Cardinals couldn't get the guys they wanted, and so they, you know, had to settle for guys that maybe they didn't want as much, and it hasn't turned out well. And in the case of Mike Leake we saw last year, uh, they were willing to eat a portion of the salary. I think they paid $17 million dollars. Uh, to have Mike Lee go pitch for Seattle and put a youngster in his place. Uh, the, the problem is the young outfielders in the Cardinals system haven't necessarily stepped up to show that they can you know, take over. Harrison Bader's got a lot of attention because like he's you. an energy guy. Yep. He plays great defense, but he can't hit right-handed pitching, and that's kind of a problem. And then you've got Tyler O'Neill, who's got a lot of power, but is also striking out like crazy, and he hasn't proven that he's going to be any more than the next Randall Gritchick yet. Did did the Cardinals? I mean, I know it's revisionist history and hindsight's always twenty twenty. But did they fall maybe too much in love with the intangibles? Dexter Fowler is a nice player. He had a great final season in Chicago, but you know there was so much talk about him as a leader and those kind of things. Did did they buy into that too much? And instead of looking at a guy that's well, certainly uh, starting the backside of his career and what he could become going forward over that four year contract. Well, I think they got in a bad way. They wanted Jason Hayward to come back, and they gave him a, a nice offer, and he turned him down. And now here it is in the middle of the winter, and they got to look around and see, okay, who's left you know, available on the free market? And this really goes back to something that you know, happened even before that, and that's the tragic death of Oscar Tavares. Mm-hmm. The Cardinals had their guy who's going to be their right fielder for the next 10 years, and you know, unfortunately he died in that tragic car accident. And from then on, they've been scrambling to try to get somebody to provide stability in the outfield since then. And and, you know, as much as Tommy Sanders struggled and taken a lot of heat, think where they'd be if he hadn't come from nowhere last year. <laughs> Good point. Uh, Alex Reyes, apparently his season is done. Is that what you're hearing? If that's the case, it's going to be, what, four or five innings he pitched. 
And, you know, considering that he missed the entire year last year, that they were excited to get him back, he was tearing it up. You saw him in person down uh, during his, you know, his comeback to the major leagues. Uh, this guy, the, the, the sky is absolutely the limit for him unless there's that injury. Is there a real concern here that Alex Reyes may never be able to live up to that potential? I think the concern is greater now than it was before, Ken. The reason why is that his injury last year was his elbow and Tommy John surgery, while the success rate isn't 100%, you know, it's pretty good. Now this latest injury was a shoulder injury, and he had to have surgery. And any time you talk about shoulder with a pitcher, it's a red flag. And I don't have, you know, I haven't seen his medicals. I don't know anything about it, what his rehab's going to be. I don't know. But, again, any time a pitcher has shoulder surgery, you got to worry. Now, on the positive side, the Cardinals have some good young arms. You know, there's no doubt about it. We saw Jack Flaherty come up. They got a, a kid in AAA, Dakota Hudson, who's, uh, maybe not quite ready, but he's getting close. So, you know, they still have the pitching. The problem is their offense is just so inconsistent, and their bullpen's been a mess, and that just me, that just kept them from playing consistent winning baseball. You know, you mentioned Flaherty. Let me jump in here, Trent, uh, just while we're talking about him. I saw, I don't know if it was his first star. What, I mean, I, I've, I've seen him twice recently, Brian. I think you guys got a good one there. I really do. This guy, um, although I believe he took the of the three games in Arizona, he was on the hook for the one that they didn't go their way. Uh, but boy, oh boy, he looks like he could be one uh, that's going to wear that Cardinal uniform and, and may have a major impact in that starting five uh, for some time. They they invested in him out of a California high school, um, and they were willing, you know, with high school pitchers, you know, you've got to be patient and, and work. And they, you know, were able to let him come up through the system. And, you know, he has above average command on his fastball, which is obviously important because a lot, everybody can throw hard, it seems like, anymore. He's got this great slider that's his primary second pitch, and he's got a curve as well. And I think you're right. I think and he's got good size, 6'5". You know, Jack Flaherty's a guy that's going to be in the rotation uh, for, for some time, and it you know, it helps to sort of soothe the loss of Reyes, who, as you mentioned, was just completely dominating in the minor leagues and looked like he was going to come up and be a real difference maker for him, only to just last four innings in his first game and, and, and as we mentioned, had that shoulder injury. Michael Walker, we claim him as, as our own. Where is he as he's making his way back from an oblique injury? And what is it with Cardinals pitchers and oblique injuries? Yeah, you know, I wish I knew. I, I think... Maybe it's just one of those things where that it's been diagnosed better, where before they just say, oh, the guy has a shoulder injury or his back's hurt or whatever. I, I don't know. I, you know, the, the medical and, the, you know, the whole evaluation of players is more sophisticated than ever. So I'm sure if there's something in, in training and conditioning that could help them avoid that, you know, they'd certainly find a way. But, you know, you mentioned Waka. You know, we kind of forget about how consistent he really was in the first half. And that was kind of unexpected. I mean, if you look at the rotation, you know, coming into the year, you'd say, you'd say, oh, you got Carlos Martinez at the top, you got the veteran Adam Wainwright, but the guys that really, you know, carried the load were Waka and and uh, Miles Michaelis, who you know came from nowhere, nobody knew anything about who he was, and he might be the only All Star that the Cardinals have wow. in that All Star game in Washington in a couple weeks. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> you know, the last thing for you, back back to Flaherty for just a second. Carpenter patched the torch to Wainwright. Is Wainwright going to pass the torch to Flaherty? Because I feel he could be, could be, in air quotes, you know, in, in, that, uh, in that kind of rarefied air when it comes to Cardinal pitching. Is that crazy? I'm not ready to go there yet. I thought, to be honest with you, I thought that, you know, Wainwright was going to pass the torch to Carlos Martinez. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, 
Carlos Martinez can't seem to put it together. And I watched his body language in, in his last couple games of TV, and it just looked funny. He just looked out of sorts. He looked distracted. And, you know, the Cardinals really need Carlos Martinez to step up and be the ace. He's got three years under his belt now. He's the guy that should be holding this roster together, and it seems like he can't quite get his own act together. Now, granted, he's pitched a little better the last couple times out, but they really need Carlos Martinez to step up to the front of the rotation because as, as much as we can talk about Flaherty, He's still a young guy, just 22 years old. No doubt about it. Brian Walton, thecardinalnation.com. Thank you, Brian. We will uh, talk to you after the All-Star break. Appreciate it. Thanks, Kenneth Trent. Yeah, good to talk to you. Brian Walton, cardinalnation.com. As we talk, the Cardinals 41 and 44 and 41, three games above 500. But Trent, since April the 23rd, Cincinnati Reds have a better record than the Cardinals. Good thing the Cardinals got off to the start that they did. Right. But Jim Riggleman and the Reds, by the way, will spend the weekend at Wrigley. And the last time the Cubs saw the Reds, it did not go well True. Uh, in Cincinnati as they got swept. Uh, this Reds team's kind of um, kind of one of the stories that's flying way under the radar. I, uh, I saw another one. How about this? So this was from two days ago. The Cardinals are 9-1 against the Reds this year. Are they really? Didn't nine, realize that. Nine and one. They've taken care of business against them. Obviously, vice versa for the Reds. Mm-hmm. When the Reds and Cards don't play each other this year, the Cardinals are thirty-three and thirty-nine. The Reds thirty-six and thirty-nine. It's always one of those teams that has the others number. Yeah. On any given year, right? That's certainly one of those. Wow, I didn't realize that. That's a good one. Very good one. Um, Cardinals not going to make the playoffs. Do you think? No, I don't no. think so either. No, I, unless. Ozuna becomes the guy we saw last year. Yeah. Fowler B. Becomes... He, 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 he's playing much better. You look at his June numbers, much, yeah. much better. But he misses Stanton. Yes. <laughs> Fowler. He's lost. He's awful. He's awful. I like Bader in right better than Fowler. But let's. I still think there's an opportunity because, all right, those guys we talked about. Carlos Martinez becomes the guy we saw for the first mm-hmm. month of the season. Mm-hmm. Lee puts that staff on back. I, I think there's enough pieces here to have. But Brian said they need a stretch. You need one of those win 12 out of 14. Mm. You know, just you, you have to have that long sustained mm-hmm. run. It can't be win 2 out of 3 and then lose 2 out of 3 in the second. They're it's so inconsistent. That's been the Two story. months since they've won back-to-back series. That's incredible. That is amazing. It really is. I mean, they played the Brewers tough when they were in there, what, this time last week or mm-hmm. not too long ago. I think they split with them. That was a That was a good series. Uh, they got swept by the Braves, but um, I don't know. I, I don't know about this Cardinal team. Yeah, yeah. You hear what I do know is is the fan base won't stand for it, and that shows you that this fan base wants a winner, mm-hmm. deserves a winner. They're used to a winner, and uh, anything mediocrity is not going to fly in St. Louis. Nor should it. Nor should it. It's a baseball city. Yes, baseball town. Um, absolutely. All right. So tonight, what have we got tonight? I looked earlier. I don't remember. There was. Cubs are off. They are. My you're, twins you're... are in action against the Orioles. Does that get you wrapped up? Well, if there's nothing else, is, is there anything else? It might have to do for you. you got the Cubs going on right now. They're just underway. The Cubs are off today, I thought. Cubs oh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking at tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Cubs are off tomorrow, tomorrow, 120. Against Cincinnati. I was a day ahead of my little calendar here. Well, who won tonight's games then? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be nice, wouldn't it? Really? Atlanta, Milwaukee? Mm, okay. Yeah, I just I haven't seen enough of the baby Braves. I, I gotta. I've been saying this for what a month now, mm-hmm. and then it just. I don't know. They don't still in first place. Trent not going away. We're past the midway point of the season. Marcakis and a bunch of kids, mm-hmm. right? 
Yeah, no, I agree with you. Um, tomorrow we will do um, we'll do Tom Caker. Dylan Mott's going to step on in here. What else are we going to do? Bama Bob will do some college football before um, we head into next week because we're off at the end of the next week. Yes. Uh, what are we else are we going to do tomorrow? Jason Simmel maybe go inside the numbers, see what the uh, NBA news if what how has it moved the needle out in the desert? Is uh, tomorrow's Friday? It is. It's weird, isn't it? It's a very odd week. It's. Uh, I'm when, struggling when with when the it. fourth falls in the middle of the week. It's not good. It's not good. Not good not for good. us. No. I think everybody's tired today. Yeah. Fireworks kept most people up at night. Dogs barking. If you have a dog, uh, I mean, seems like every other person I follow on Twitter has a dog. Yes. And mm-hmm. was uh, yeah. The fireworks and, and pets don't seem to uh, go together, do they? If that's if that's a problem, then find find a better way. You know, I've never understood the whole fireworks craze. Yeah, I never have. I enjoy them. I said earlier we went out to. Invited. Mm-hmm. Not, I'm not a member at Des Moines Golf and Country. Yeah. Isn't it nice there? Boy, is it. I've had an opportunity to play there probably a handful of times. Cliff Gold, who was a member there for years, took me uh, and a couple of times. It's just spectacular. It is. The clubhouse is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Men's locker room is great. I mean, all the, all the after you got to feel, you got to use some of it, right? right. To slap some on, even though. <laughs> who are you kidding? <laughs> right. Um, but no, it's spectacular. And uh, theirs is perfect, I think, because it's not overly long. It's, you know, sometimes how it gets drawn out and it's yeah, no, 45 see, I minutes. I don't mind the professionally done ones. Yeah. It's like, oh, the, I don't get the The backyard. nerds in your cul-de-sac yeah, fired them off. I don't get that. I mean, every, every area of, of Polk County last night. Yes. I just wonder, and I'm not, I'm not passing judgment. I don't get the vote. Uh, if it's, if it's, there's people that made this decision, that if it comes up for vote again in the years to come, mm-hmm. just throw it out there. I don't know. don't know. If they... Because I certainly see why did we pass this again a lot? Because if I want to blow off some fireworks, I, hear I get it. Let I get me. It. It's uh, and and people love it. I'm not. I'm not. Personal just, responsibility. Yeah, I just never understood it. That's all I'll say. My uh, well, as you know, my in-laws are up from uh, Sioux City, mm-hmm. so South Dakota, right across the border. And every once in a while, people bring back some fun stuff. Well, you know where I live, so right by the cop shop in West Des Moines. Mm-hmm. And a few years back before the law passed, I got a couple of Roman candles. We're kind of firing them out. Okay, no big deal. And it had this one. Didn't look much to it. The last one we're lighting off of the night. So and did you know it was going to, the last one was going to be the big one? The big one, but not big. Right. Not, not big. You know, we'll the do finale? It. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll light it. We'll go inside. And this thing was a boomer. I mean, just a monster. Went so high in the air. A huge, huge blast, and me and my brothers-in-law and everybody, all the kids, sprinted out, and we turned off the lights. Yeah, shut the blinds. Because they are coming for that one, and sure enough, we're peeking out the front window, and they here comes looking, huh? here comes the Did patrol. Did they knock on the door? No, just they were creeping by. They were not sure exactly where it came from, yeah. lucky for us. Uh, what do you and Jimmy B have today? Is, is Brinson working today? It's a great question. I won't know oh, until... Don't know yet. Oh, not, not until 402 in most days. I know how that used to be, Trent. Yeah. That is so... Um, it's just not right. Right, right. right? Will he or won't he? Will it be solo today or will I have a co-host today? Brinson, no, I'll, I'll know beforehand. And he is scheduled to uh, make, make an appearance, an appearance to, today. Yes. Uh, what about your guest list? Zubin Mahente will also be by. He's got a, a good story about some breaking news that they had when he was on SportsCenter earlier this week that he's going to share with us. The LeBron stuff from Sunday? A little bit of that yeah. and uh, another one breaking into the game that he, he talked about a little bit with uh, – 
during the Yankees-Red Sox breaking in to that game. It's tough to do. And they did it. So uh, we'll talk with Zubin a little bit about that. Also, Ken Silverstein will be by and working on a few others for until 6 o'clock mm-hmm. on your drive home. So will Ken Silverstein, will, is, is, is Cleveland like in a you know prolonged funeral kind of mood? or Everything that I've got is they were They're more running, ready for it. Yeah, this time, right. More and ready for it. he delivered what he promised, right? Yes. He brought the championship. And because of that, this is much better than it was last time. Mm-hmm. But... You still have to be upset. Yeah, sure you do. I mean, when's Cleveland going to be good again? When are the Cavs going to be good again? Oh, boy. I mean, they got three number one picks in between when LeBron was gone, and they're still terrible. Next championship in Cleveland belongs to who? The Indians. That's the easy answer. Right. You're not going to... I'm Don't knock it off. (laughs) Jeez. But their arrow's pointing up. Well, it can't go down. That's right. They're averaging a half a win the last two years. Right. Yeah. <laughs> the Browns win a Super Bowl. Get out of here. No, I'm not, I don't know about that. Because they're going to have to get some. You said next championship. Well, it didn't say next year's championship. Sure. Um, it's the, the Indians is the yes. easy answer. But if you're looking for a price, which I always do. Kind of odds you going to get on that uh, one. That'd be big. The answer is the Indians. Uh, the answer is to listen to Jimmy B and TC for more sports conversation on your drive home today from 4 until 6. Trent and I are back tomorrow on a Friday. We appreciate you being here. If you miss any portion of the program, you can always go to KenMillerShow.com, click on the podcast link, and there they'll be, and you'll be up to date. Uh, we're back tomorrow at uh, noon. Appreciate you being here. Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Washer Systems of Iowa, blasting grime and saving you time. At Washer Systems of Iowa, we have an experienced factory trained service department and will work on any American made pressure washer. Washer Systems of Iowa featuring Mighty M Industrial Pressure Washers. Mighty M built in Iowa, number one in Iowa. Washer Systems of Iowa. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines or online washersystems.com. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. An old favorite is back again with a new and updated menu, Bennigan's on Merle Hay Road. Stop by Bennigan's and check out the new signature steak and ale menu, made from scratch everyday recipes that have stood the test of time. Dinner with friends, a night out, or just stop by to watch the ball game. Make it Bennigan's, Merle Hay Road. Bennigan's is a proud sponsor of high school baseball on 1700. You're with friends at Bennigan's on Merle Hay Road. Sponsored by Jersey Mike Subs. If meat and bread are the backbone of a sub, then Mike's Way is the heart and soul. Lettuce and tomatoes, onions and spices, all drizzled in the juice. That's the difference. Jersey Mike's, be a sub above. Ladies, let me ask you something. Do you actually believe those commercials that try to sell you perfectly styled hair? I mean, how many stylists do you think it takes to get that model's hair to look like that? 
Exactly. At Suave, we asked our models in our commercials to wash and style their own hair. Why? To show that Suave actually works. And they were blown away. Suave gave them full, smooth, easy-to-control hair in real life. But don't take my word for it. With Suave's money-back guarantee, try it for yourself. Suave, for hair you can believe. Terrace Hills Golf Course is home to the four-and-a-half-hour guarantee. Are you tired of playing golf courses that don't care about speed of play? Then make a tee time at the beautiful Terrace Hills Golf Course weekdays before 2 p.m. and weekends and holidays before noon, and they guarantee you'll complete your 18-hole round of golf in four-and-a-half hours or less, or your next green fee is free. Terrace Hills Golf Course. Make your tee time now by calling 515-967-2932 for Terrace Hills Golf Course in Altoona. The Iowa Barnstormers are hosting and playing in the United Bowl this Saturday night at Wells Fargo Arena. They're taking on the Sioux Falls Storm at 7.05 and need a big crowd to help them secure the championship. You can be there to cheer on the Iowa Barnstormers with an awesome Ticket Tuesday sweet deal. Get two end zone tickets at $36 value for only $18. There's a limited number available and they're sure to go fast. Get all the details on this station's website and buy yours today under the Sweet Deals tab. Looks like we have another contestant for Russian Roofer Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations, we overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian Roofer Roulette, give us a call. Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. That's 729-0770, or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R. Roof it once, roof it right, right roofing. If you're looking for ways your company can give back to the community, get involved with the ARL. Offer employees a day of wearing jeans with the Denim for Dogs program. Or place an ARL donation bank at your counter. Or sponsor a dog cutout and encourage visitors to take selfies with the dog. Visit the Get Involved section at a 